welcome to episode 207 of the Drive the Green podcast. I'm your host, Maddie B. Joined in Studio G this week by Bronel Harvin Knoop. New studio for the boys. Uh, on this episode, Drew Harvey joins us from Beyond the Contour to talk about their recent top 100 list of golf courses in Canada. Nice the, doing their own take on things, uh, which drops this Wednesday. So he's on the show to talk about that. We're going to recap the Honda Classic. And one of the all-time dude wipes, poop your pants moments by Daniel Berger. We'll get into that. Smattering of news. Uh, we have to recap Phil's world collapsing. Um, and then it's Arnold Palmer week, Bay Hill. So yep. lots to talk about, lots to get into. But before we get into that, we want to thank our sponsors, Player Golf, PLYRGolf.com. Use the promo code DRIVETHEGREEN. Uh, three new items dropping tomorrow. 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 Yeah. Today. First. Today. Probably. Tape, yeah. taping it on a monday night uh so check those out use the promo code drive the green why not we're also members of team callaway um yeah we uh sep's not a team callaway guy so that's unfortunate squares guy though squares guy yeah no free ads though i'm not on team squares well i guess <laughs> technically i got a pair of shoes out of the deal there you go. so yeah uh so squares gets a mention uh we're also a member of Team Churchill, uh, enjoying some Pilsners and lawnmowers here tonight. Correct. Uh, Saskatchewan Podcast Network, still members of it. Proudly presented by Connexus and Direct West. And we will get into our bra- bracket, which also drops tomorrow. Can't shortchange that. Presented by the Rusty Shovel. I do have a bit of an ad read here coming up for Rusty Shovel, but I'm going to give that once we get into the bracket talk. Good idea. So, Smart, yep. Uh, thanks to the Rusty Shovel for supporting the boys once again for a second year. Uh, ad read to come and what else do we have this week oh yeah wednesday what happens wednesday oh that little thing called the ultimate road trip saskatchewan drops episode one on wednesday hmm. it's funny that little tidbit hey yeah busy got the week. bracket we got drew dropping his list we got the roadie dropping all kinds of things yep. if you want puerto yep. rico open week <laughs> if you want to see canoe be a nerd and me get mad Watch the roadie. Trust me. <laughs> yeah, it's it's something. like So, obviously, episode one. Good time to chat about it. Yeah. Uh, episode one <laughs> drops this week with our first stop on the trip uh, to Green Hills and Greenwater Lake. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's something. There's a little stop at Wadena. Don't want to spoil too much, but lots of a uh, little bit of comedy, a little bit of lost balls, a little bit of uh, Ronell just generally upset, but... For those that have listened to the show for a long time, know that that's we've heard about it. We haven't actually got yeah. to see it, so um, I'm hoping so that people watch these apps when they're like thinking about going and playing these courses. That'd be cool. That was my. It's a, it's a great that recap was my, of the that, entire exactly. course. Right? That was my thought the entire time of kind of making it was give a little bit of a picture of the landscape of the course and be like, hopefully they think that it's nice and makes them go out to that place. Yeah, that's. Sure. Really, all we're asking. I mean, it's early June, so they weren't quite maybe where they wanted to be, but yeah, a couple they of camera really issues, close. but a couple weather issues. Yeah, rookie biatches. Yeah, <laughs> first time it'll get better. <laughs> yep. Um, but I mean, overall, got to be happy with the results. Yes. So, uh, all right, let's uh, let's start the show. Oh, weeks. Weeks. I'll go weeks. first. Nice. Yeah. Why not? Um. Didn't do much. I'm at the <laughs> rink. <laughs> <laughs> Could have scripted that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everybody just starts with, I didn't do much, but I did do something. Um, 
just at the rink all the time. Six year old playing hockey tournaments. Went to Chaplin, Saskatchewan, small town. Just slaughters. Like they're beating teams like twenty five two. Chaplin is your, or your team? no, our team is. Oh really? I thought oh, you're not wow. supposed to keep score at that age. Oh, they're keeping score. They stop it at a certain point. Like went out the care import oh, tonight. Oh, you're you're making sure you're, you know yeah. it in there. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just ballparking. How many goals he had when he got? <laughs> I'm ballparking it. Oh yeah, well, that's pretty. Quarter easy. every goal. It's either one or zero for him. So <laughs> got one tonight though. Um, but I just after like five nothing, I just start cheering for the other team because it's just painful. That bad. Hate. Well, tell the story about uh, he sent a picture in the group of one kid in the net. Yeah, this standing girl, the wrong this way. This poor girl <laughs> face in the mesh, just like the done. controller disconnected, and she just <laughs> skated into the into the net and just stuck there. It's the worst part about that. See, Eastwood was on her back. I don't know. Just needed <laughs> yeah. to plug her back in. Yeah. <laughs> um, other than that, yeah, body extremely sore from Swing Fitness last night. You are, hey? Yeah. Too much turning. Too much weird turning. Yeah, but as we found out last night, you really need to learn to turn one yeah. way in your backswing. Yeah, like I we found out last night I can swing way better right-handed than left-handed. Like he has I so much told, more I mobility. I could have told him that too. I think like, I did tell you that. Like Easily, I can I can like John Daly backswing yes. right-handed. Yeah. Left-handed it's like it ain't much. It makes like combination between my no dad and John Rolf. Yeah. Left-handed. Like it's just unnatural to hit the ball that way. <laughs> I actually think I think I'm in the same boat. I think I would be a better left-handed golfer than right-handed. No, no. What? S- more stretch. I'm, I'm better, more flexible that way. Probably because I've hmm. done so much damage swinging right-handed to all the muscles on that side. Yeah. One thing's for sure. I haven't. I'm not attending this class as frequently as I'd like, so I would never be able to f- find this out. Been there once or yeah. what? Just once, yeah. <laughs> How many have there been? Seven. Four? No, not seven. No, four? four. How many are left? Seven. Oh, lots. Eight out of 13? Yeah. Easy. Uh, Churchill boost count, light week 13, so 123 and 58. <laughs> Sorry, say that again. I was thinking about something. I didn't hear your numbers. said light, light week 13. Light week 13. Oh, wow. 123 and 58. I'm starting, keeping it light. Starting it's to come back to your until comments Until it's there. summer lawnmower season. I got to keep it light. So. Light and breezy. <laughs> light is two a day. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, he's less than two because remember he said he was keeping it light at 15. So now 13 is really light. Yeah, but he's still two <laughs> know, a day yeah. for the year. <laughs> just trying to justify him saying yeah, light. There's no justification there. <laughs> yeah. No, you guys don't need to talk about it every week. Just let me just let me one week. Just let me say the tell number without any comments after. Just let just you live your you damn what. life. Yeah. <laughs> tell you what, I'll go next. I'll really uh, take the heat off you next. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, this yeah. <laughs> mockery. Uh, didn't do much this week. Uh, actually went to uh, a comedy show here in town. The Snowden Comedy Tour came by Moose Jaw for, well, I guess the first time in three years. Yeah, the one I bailed mm-hmm. on. Yeah, it was just nice to be at a comedy show. Like people, you could tell people were just there ready to laugh. Like they, they've been at home for the longest time, not around people. COVID ended today. We could take our masks off now, but had to wear masks for this. Um, so, yeah, it was just, it was fun. Um, Sorry, where was it? At May Wilson Theater here in Moose Jaw. Oh, cool. Um, so just like a little nice 400, 500 person place, uh, perfect for it. And one of the rare shows where all four comedians had good material. You don't see that very often. There's usually one dud mixed in there, sometimes two, uh, but all four of them had jokes that hit. Uh, this one guy went on like, uh, 
he came out and they, they talked up his accolades and he's from Vancouver and he came out and he's this older guy and he was, it was just his first two jokes, like complete and utter bombs. Like no one laughed. Like you could hear forced laughter. And then all of a sudden he went on this rant tangent joke. I don't even know if he wrote it previous, previous to this performance or just like it came off. Like he just made it up. It was about peanut, peanut allergies and the peanut people taking over the world. Uh, it was pretty funny, and then it just kind of led into a great night. So I had a few drinks there. And then a buddy of mine who was supposed to come down last week came down this week. Um, and unfortunately, things got a little out of hand with him. Uh, had 17 this week. Yes. So isn't that bad? So good news. Uh, my debt's due at the end of March, and I'm only 21 in the ditch. So I can have 10 drinks in March and still pay back my debts. <laughs> what? Only isn't there a trip I mean, to the but, mountains? But in there's there, there's nothing to be ashamed of. You're you're doing oh, great. Oh, you're doing shoot. great. Oh shoot, I forgot. We got a baseball draft in Canmore. Yeah, as if I'm going to drink ten there. In three you're doing days. great. Just just keep what you're doing. <laughs> Thank you. But just say on the pod right now that this whole thing is a sham. It's 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 out. No, just, no. Just I'm at eighty. I'll respect that more. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm at eighty and fifty nine. That ain't bad. Twenty one in the ditch. Hmm. Math checks out. All right, so. next. Who's uh, up next? I'll go. Um, I actually had a pretty busy week. <laughs> I have to switch it up from you, chumps. But, uh, uh, yeah, coach hockey, actually kind of busy with work, which is a little disturbing. But, uh, um, yeah, then got roped into playing hockey on Thursday for the first time in, like, three months. Oh, right. That was nice to have you out. And uh, How'd it go? Not Mm-mm. good. We oh, were you were backhand saucing those things across the ice. Oh, yeah, like that was fine. But I get t- told that we have lots of guys. It's going to be a good game. Like Who eight, told you that, though? Yeah, This guy this to my guy. right. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to have eight on eight, nine on nine even maybe. Get there, it's eight on eight. Then guy on our team gets hurt 20 seconds into the game. He's gone. So now we're down to four forwards. <laughs> And I'm playing three months, and we couldn't, like, our forwards couldn't get, like, synced up for the change. So, like, we had one guy changing super quick. When you got four guys, you got to be, like, everyone's out there for, like, five minutes or four <laughs> minutes. And this guy's, like, changing twice to everyone else's once, so it's throwing things off. So by the time I change, the next guy's coming. I'm on the bench for, like, four seconds. And back out there, like, I almost died. Not Legit. about that life. No. I saw you look it up to the sky a few times. Oh, yeah. Like, like we dumped the puck out, and I just, like, lean on the boards and be like, I'm not chasing that guy down. <laughs> like, that ain't happening now. <laughs> Got to preserve the energy for the offensive zone. But Well, and this is kind of – it wasn't that difficult in that it's a it's a game where you just split teams every – so it's not like the score even matters. No, it doesn't matter. Like, you're matter. playing for standings or anything. You don't, you don't have to back check that guy. Just no. the game suffers. Just a pride guy. Yeah, just a point of pride, yeah. <laughs> Um, Big so d- pride guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, on the weekend, got scammed into doing more renovations around the house. I was excited to hear this part, so. Well, like, I thought we were done. My wife tells me we were done doing things, and then, like, Thursday, she's like, oh, yeah, I already talked to your dad. He's coming over, and you guys got to do, like, a backsplash, like that subway tile all around the kitchen. So we do that, and then she's like, oh, yeah, and then you got to f- continue that wainscoting you did two mo- three months ago or whatever. I want it on another wall, and then we want to paint this other wall. And I'm like, I thought we were done. 
And then yeah. we did all this, and she's like, there's still, like, two more things we got to do. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. So is this you building up points for golf in the summer, or are you just getting completely well, getting nothing effed out of over it. right now? For little of both of them. Because if, if it's option B, then you should just start saying no. Just well, say no. Yeah, and then then she'll just pay someone to do it and have to pay for it. So yeah, it's, it's, right. almost worse, the problem. <laughs> it's almost yeah. it's worse that way. Yeah. So. so points then, hopefully. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know that I didn't have any drinks, so I'm still at 54 and 59, back under one a day. I'm looking forward to getting back into birdie counts too. That was fun. Yeah, that yeah it depends good. who you are. <laughs> you got to play. You got to play to get birdies. Yeah, but only one a week is not that fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that that was it. Like like I said, did did quite a bit for for me. Usually it's uh, coaching hockey and no drinks and move on. Yeah. Oh, another thing. I watched another movie. And it was actually not bad. So I'm at like three movies in a row that haven't been just complete shit. What was it? Um, I don't know. I think I Want You Doesn't Back even or know. something like that. <laughs> it even it know. Had, it had so like good, can't remember the title. <laughs> Charlie Day in it. and, and that. Uh, you don't like Charlie Day, though. No, but uh, it wasn't bad. Hmm. It's like a little romantic comedy type movie that, I don't know. Wow, he's liking rom-coms Really jumping now. on, really uh, rave reviews, though. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't bad. It wasn't complete shit like the ones I've been watching normally, so. <laughs> Next thing you know, he's going to like Shang-Chi. No, that'll never happen. <laughs> throw it on again. Knoop. Anything? Uh, fairly busy week again, too, actually. Uh, we had the week off. Spring break. I don't know if that's what they call it. Winter, Winter break. break. Uh, so we Green went out week. to uh, out to Clear Lake, hung out up there. It was cold as shit. We didn't get to do quite as much as we like, so we actually ended up abandoning the lake and went into Brandon. Hung out there, played some video games, went to the the arcade, did that. Uh, nephew's birthday, uh, so we ended up stopping at his house in Verdon, but we couldn't get to his house on the number one. There was a forty car pi- or forty semi oh, pile up. Went by that, hey. So we had to go like an hour detour to get to Verdon. It was just yeah, just a little bit of a disaster, but we got there. And got home the next day, so it was all good. Um, and then went to Mission Ridge, actually, with my oldest on uh, on Saturday. And it was awesome. That was the first time I've been to Mission Ridge in um, forever. So it was nice. Uh, but I'm getting too old for snowboarding. Oh, I was going to ask if you were skiing or snowboarding. I've never skied in my life, so I've always snowboarded really? whenever I've gone. Yeah, I, 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 had, you, I had you pegged as a, just a hardcore big, no, skier. Huge skier. Um, huge skier. But now, like, getting up. Like, you do. You sit down. You get your bindings on. I'm not flexible anymore, so standing up after you get your bindings on is very difficult. It actually sucked. It makes me want to learn to start skiing. You run, you literally run a flexibility class. <laughs> I know, yeah. but rave reviews for still. this class. <laughs> yeah, it it doesn't mean that. Do what I post, say, not as I do. On That's social exactly media it. Flexibility yeah, exercises. There you go. Yeah. yeah, but do you think I do them every day? Absolutely no, not. No, I think you do them for eight seconds in your video and move <laughs> exactly. on. There you go. <laughs> and tell people that you should do this. <laughs> exactly. Four sets of ten here, guys. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's rattling off three and turning off the camera. That's right. I'm going to dunk a uh, other than that, <laughs> obviously more editing on our videos. Uh, five drinks, though, this year. Or sorry, this year. Uh, this week gives me a 31 for the year so far. So still catching yourself. Down. Catching me. It's pretty yeah. impressive. That Take the, a little uh, while for Harv. Two guys that don't have the booze bank going are the two that actually have money in their booze bank. Yours, you would never have one. Yeah. Whatever. Just let him live his life. <laughs> yeah. 
Next week, no comments after. Not one. Not one. Zero. Doesn't matter what it, the number is. Well, it's it's twenty. The, I'm gonna just, be saying something. Just everyone does their, their weeks. You go last, and then just be like, and twenty-one and seven. <laughs> yeah. Seven. Move on. Perfect. Uh, let's move how on. Many, into how many beers did Jan- Daniel Berger have yeah, good, after Sunday? Good transition. Yes. Uh, I'm pretty sure he had plenty. He celebrated on Saturday that he's gonna win this thing. Yeah, you probably had pile on Saturday and then even more on Sunday. Well, he posts that <laughs> video of him on, like, a boat on the ocean or something. Like, just hanging out. Well, I don't Saturday know. night? No, I think that was Sunday after. They went oh. from talking about him having the biggest final round lead at that tournament, and then he bogeyed 18, so it went from six to tied for the biggest lead ever, to, okay, yeah, well, it's... No sense in watching this. Go through the motions. Go through yeah. the motions. And they got and they're like, hey, Lowry's in the final group, so he's just got to put a little pressure on. Well, sure enough, birdie bogey start. Okay, already down to three. No, he parred birdie. Oh, right. He, no. he missed a, like a four-footer for birdie on the first right. hole. Right. So already shaved one off at the start, and then all of a sudden it just like complete tumbleweed Double that par and then, five. And then they start showing the, the lead changes over the last like – 55 hole yeah. or 53 holes, 54 holes, 55. And just at that point, you got a feel for the guy because you know that the wheels have come off and he's just like speed wobbling all over the place yeah. trying to get it back on the rails. And so, nope. and then he hold out from that bunker. Yeah. It's like, okay, he's maybe going to win back. this thing still. Chips in later in the round. So, just like last week when they told Neiman. You can't run away with this thing, and he managed to hang on. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're they down told that the road same again, thing eh? to Berger, and he just couldn't turn it back on down the stretch. They're, I'm in on that again. It's a thing. Hmm. They don't want big runaways. They don't. It's not, not good for the PGA Tour. Maybe that's why everybody wants to leave. Or some we'll get to that. So, that, so that, that brings up another point then is it's pretty much if – if he has a four or five shot lead after like six holes, a lot of people are turning it off. Yep. So, and most people didn't even probably start watching it until like the twelfth hole when it's like, oh man, he's it's tied. I actually watched like the entire round. Yeah. Well, because the 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 chaos happened right away, and so I, yeah, pe- people were watching that whole thing, yeah. and then it's obviously car accident. At that point, you just can't look away. Can't yeah. look away. Yeah. So. It was, so I didn't get to watch much until like the fifteenth hole. Was he just hitting it in hazards, or just wasn't getting up and down? He wasn't hitting greens, or what was everything? Well, he didn't make a putt mm. over. Tw- he made one putt over twenty nine inches. I think Kyle yeah, Borger said for par on, on seventeen. It was like an eight footer he made on seventeen. Like oh yeah, after putt. he blew it by. Yeah, I saw that. I mean, his yeah. double, his double on uh, was that four? What hole is that? The par five, four or five, four, yeah. I think. Yeah. So his double like hits it in the bunker. Very bad luck where it's basically a fried egg on a down slope, so he has to hit mm-hmm. it all the way across the green, and then a terrible lag putt past yeah. the hole and then couldn't make it. So I'm surprised Pro- he didn't try putting that one. Like, uh, yeah. What's his name? Lee Hodges. We'll get to that. Oh, yeah, we'll get oh. to that. Um, but, yeah, so basically that's kind of the beginning of the end. He hit it, 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 he hit it into the trees first yeah. and then had to lay up and then put it in the bunker and then just chaos after that. It was the, the largest 54-hole lead since Rom that Rom debacle at the Memorial. Well, I mean, so that doesn't hmm. count. Okay, then it's the largest one in, like, It was yeah. DJ. Yeah. Years. They, they said it was DJ at uh, whatever in 2014 or something like that. There's, But they said the biggest <laughs> – I believe they prefaced it by the biggest uh, blown lead 
of a guy that played on Sunday, I think is how they worded it, <laughs> so <laughs> that they couldn't bring up the wrong thing. Uh, right. It's like, yeah, he had to play on Sunday. There just is imagine, nothing. like, back to, like, Rom had to just leave that tournament up six strokes or whatever it was, and now COVID's just over. Yeah. Like, it's done. <laughs> it's it's insane to me. <laughs> it makes no sense. No. It, wasn't, it wasn't that far done after that tournament either. Correct. No. Yeah, just play, let him play by himself. Which everyone said at the time, let him play by himself. He's been around yeah. all of these people for the how, however last. Like, there's going to be so many things that we just look back on and be like, "This was the stupid." I mean, you can bring up your favorite one, but this is the stupidest like preventative measure ever in the entire world. Not touching pins is the stupidest one. <laughs> there it is of all time. <laughs> and those cups, whatever those, like everybody pool had the noodles. different ones, the pool noodles. The, uh, Stay tuned for episode is two of the yeah. <laughs> no episode uh, three of the roadie where we two. catch ourselves no three Waskasu where we start where we're pushing oh yeah pushing oh, I thought you soggy meant, pins I thought down. you meant episode two where you completely ignore the uh, pin caddy and just pick it out of the hole anyway. <laughs> <laughs> right. but it uh, is it is I know we're kind of making light of it but at the same time like covid in saskatchewan now is yesterday we were wearing masks today we're just not wearing masks it's like just light switch it's like i was thinking about yesterday what if i didn't wear a mask like out i saw people doing that three weeks i know but like it's just like such a weird thing like you're just like completely looked down upon yesterday but today it's fine yesterday (laughs) you would have died today (laughs) you just live your life (laughs) yeah Wow, what a tangent! Uh, I just, uh, yeah, I, I mean, we're not getting we're not getting into it. Like the, obviously the healthcare stuff and and all that and what the trickle down of that was. But looking back, it's more it's not that the measures were wrong or anything like that. It's the way they were interpreted and how it worked. Like how, some of them, how you yeah. stopped things from happening, like Rom. But yet you look at it and it's just like there's no way that him not playing in that tournament by himself would have affected anyone. No. Yeah. Yeah, it's outrageous. I guess so. you never know. I mean, we're 23 minutes in. Can we talk about Seb Straka yet? Well, I was going to say, yeah. as much as we talk about Dan Berger, well, I wanted to it say was there for the taking. You guys have had the same sort of day as uh, as Berger in your life. I know I have, where you just can't do anything right. And there is no like worse. Like on the golf course? Yes. And yeah. there is no worse feeling in the world. Oh, yeah. Like, I um, have this shot, and you hit it off the hosel. You can't. You do something just absolutely stupid. Yeah, I'm about to. Bruno we're about to release. Got to that point. We're about to release me playing eight golf courses in which seven of those that happened. Yeah. Whoa! Spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Spoiler. <laughs> spoiler. I played like shit this entire <laughs> trip. Yeah. So yeah. Sepp Straka, first first PGA win, first Austrian to win on the PGA Tour. Um. Just such a bad trophy. It's so bad. For something sponsored by Honda, like I was thinking, like why wouldn't you just give him like a sweet like remote control car? Give him a <laughs> give him a grill. like on a like yeah. on a trophy thing. Was he twelve like, years old? Give it to your kid yeah. down the road. Look, look what I won for you. Yeah. Like just make it cool, man. Yeah. Like that's all you have. I to thought do. it would be like literally or just a real the grill, car. The the grill of the front of a Honda, like just yeah. like a something. Has something hang above too, your fireplace. Yeah, yeah. but uh, should get Hondas yeah. for life. Yeah. So Sep. <laughs> This is the the thing about going out and shooting a number. It was a little bit of bad luck for Lowry and Berger to have, which we'll talk about Lowry, I'm sure, um, the rain come pouring down. 
Oh yeah, like basically with one hole left. So Straka and Kitayama are on the 18th fairway and it starts pouring and they're trying to wait it out and everyone's like, "There's no elect, there's no lightning in this, no electricity in it. Yeah. We're playing, so hit your balls because we're trying, we're trying to finish this now, not stand in the rain for two hours for this storm to pass." So Straka happens to hit an unbelievable shot. Same with Kitayama, and then the it had the opposite effect for Lowry and Berger. Rather than just going to attack it and trying to get out of here, it Lowry rushed his shot, completely pulls it into the, the shit and can't make that birdie. But you got to give it to Strackey. What, birdied three of the last four holes to yep. go out and snatch it? Three of the last five, yep. So I think he's the, uh, they had mentioned, like the 11th Georgia Bulldog to win in the last like four years. It was cool to see Keith Mitchell hanging out. Yeah, his former Soul. roommate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And Kirk, no hat. Kirk hung around too, didn't he? Uh, Chris Kirk? I don't know. Or were he... they playing together on Saturday or something? Because they were both teammates at Georgia or yep. whatever. I, yeah. I I wanted to see a Lowry-Straka playoff Been in awesome. the pouring rain. In the yeah. pouring rain, yeah. yeah. That'd be advantage Shane there probably, but... Well, that's the thing I is mean, you, the you'd think he would have had an advantage even just in, with being comfortable, but he, then he comes out and says afterwards that he feels like he was robbed of the chance to win the tournament by having to play that hole in the pouring rain. Oh, that's a coward comment yeah. by that. But probably the biggest thing that we got to bring up about Sepp Straka is that he brings bottles of Coke in his bag <laughs> when he comes to tournaments just in case they only serve Pepsi. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what He's a an guy. all-time guy yeah. for you guys. One of the yeah. one of the other 95% of people that <laughs> I mean, that, would that's do the same thing. a savvy move just in case you end up in a... <laughs> rare thing where all of a sudden they only have pepsi and you just don't want to throw up but um should i about this course a little bit you hate it i don't mind it, it. Sucks. i don't think it's that bad it sucks the swamp it's ugly it's hard it is hard that's that's a is it that's is it worse it, is think. it worse if you showed up to an ugly hard course like a nice hard course you're just like oh this place is nice yeah, it's nice yes. and hard. But yeah, the fact that it's just like ugly that I don't like. The I just don't like it, I don't find it that ugly while they're playing it, but every time they show the blimp, it's like, yeah, that place looks like a swamp. Like it's all mossy water and yeah, it's just always flooded What's wrong out somewhere. With that? It uh, was not in good shape either. No, the it shape wasn't is. great, but it never no. is. Yeah. And I don't know if it's just because it's a February thing of Florida, yeah, I get it's still like kind So of what's nice, making it so difficult? Just the amount of hazards out there? Yes. I think it was like water 65 I think the greens the are ridiculous too. Water. Like the runoff from yeah. the greens. Yeah. Like those some of those shots the guys were hitting out of bunkers and not being able to hold them and then it's just in the hazard like or punters, yeah. Um tough look <laughs> for <laughs> friend of the pod uh, Cecil though. Really doubled down on this place being easy and that Burger was going to run away at like 20 under or something like that and then ugh. Yeah. Yeah. Um <laughs> I mean the bear trap does get it's super weird. Too hey, much. It, it's not as it, hard as the the other three hole stretch. I agree. Yeah, but then at the same time, you they they try to push that on you by only showing shots that hit the water on yeah. on sixteen or whatever. Just well, it like doesn't help. 17. Even Sunday, right? They Media put the pin at the very very mind. front, right? Like people are going to bail long, and then they might be making a bigger number, which is just because yeah. where they put the pin. Yeah, I think our boy Raj, the only shot they showed of him on Sunday was him hitting in the water. Did them dirty. Yeah. They showed four Canadian shots in a row. And yeah. Yeah. Four Canadian shots. Check the box. Yeah. We got to show some Canadian. They just have a big board of things they have to show. And Canadian (laughs) shots is on there. They just checked that box and moved on. (laughs) Svensson could have won that thing. I mean, it was there for the taking if he would have. Man, he's found something with Tim Tucker. 
Yeah. Sure. I mean, till Sunday, but 18 for 18 greens on Friday. Yep. Only the second player Thursday. Thursday, only the second yep. player ever to do it at PJ National since they started keeping stats or since it moved there. Yeah. It was like Cody Gribble was the other one, I think. Yeah, that's 15 years ago or 15 years of the tournament being there. Wow. Hmm. Yeah. Very um, impressive. Yeah, Shane Lowry, all I wrote down is like that was just like a prototypical hanging around tournament from that guy. Just three under, three under, three under, and next thing you know, he's right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, everyone thought he was going to be a distant second going into Sunday, but... Yeah. It is weird when you golf, look right? at the leaderboard afterwards, too, and you see that it goes, you know, 10, 10, 9, 8, 7, 4. So, really, there was only those four guys in the last two groups that had a shot to win the tournament. Mm-hmm. So it was there was other names good and there, bad. though. Other names there, but it's just like good and bad. There's, I think, there's a re like this tournament's always won by like a random guy. Yeah, and yeah. I think there's a reason not many of the main guys play it either well, regularly. I, that's part of it. Is don't not be, many of the, don't the really look bad, good maybe. guys go and play. It's all yeah. the just junk players. Well, I mean, it I makes sense. Like, players. yeah, it's a big marquee tournament, but. It's obviously the one to skip. Yes. In this stretch here, like you got Riviera, you got Waste Management, you got Honda, you got Arnold Palmer. Players. Like players, yeah. yeah. So like you're skipping the Honda. Like why oh, go? Yeah. You pretty destroy much destroy your to. confidence with just one yeah. bad swing. Well, Berger and Lowry live right on right beside there, so yeah, it's easy decision sense, for them. But but it does it do, it does make sense though. It's hard. It's the one tournament that's wedged in between all the other ones. Just don't even bother. Don't let it get to you. Yeah. Like, I don't think oh. they get anyone, but like they give out almost one point five for this to mm-hmm. the winner. Yeah. Like that's the only reason like Berger and Lowry and Kepka probably even played at this thing. But like, that's if almost, it was just one point one, one point two, no that, one would play this. That's almost standard now though, with them upping the purses. Yeah. Like it's all it's like one four, one three. Yeah, that's, so it's still a little yeah. higher, which yeah. probably is by design too to yeah. keep people playing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like I, I give me minus ten winners over minus twenty every week of the year, other than maybe like three weeks. Give me shootouts three weeks, and every other tournament I like like even par to minus ten winners is perfect for me. Yeah. Okay, I'll give you that because I would I don't have, like guys shooting I sixty-five every round. I think, to play at, though. I think <laughs> it, now I, I agree with you, but I think because this one was like someone was. 11 under and then that early like that early it took away from a little bit like if it was just a bunch of guys battling like with lowry's four rounds like that would be a good tournament for sure and canoop gets another first time winner yep yep i think if you eliminate burger though like that's kind of where you want scores to be like cut was two over yeah like to know that a cut you can be over par and make a cut kind of gives you an idea of how tough the tournament could be Mm mm-hmm I think waste management cut was like minus four, maybe yep. even more than that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I saw a cool stat. Uh, average world ranking of PGA Tour winners this year is eighty-one. Easier so. than ever. Just yeah. Fun fact. Bunch of randos winning. Scotty Scheffler winning yeah. waste yeah. management was the at fifteenth. Fifteen that's the, that's was the, the highest. Mind, yeah. The that's the mind, blend, ben, mind blending stat of does that make does that say it's easier or harder? Yep. Yeah. We're not going into that again. No. I mean, it's harder, but um, let's get to Lee Hodges and whatever the hell he did out of that bunker. He's giving putter bunkers, bunker putters, a bad rap. Yeah. 
Yeah, but that wasn't even Why'd like a swing? putt. That was yeah. like a he like blasted a putter. Yeah. Like I don't know if it was just like and then it looked like he played it smart like probably wasn't like even lofted like my putter. Probably wasn't even lofted like my putter. <laughs> yeah, and then he just blows <laughs> he just it way right over. Out of like there. <laughs> like if at least if you're gonna try that in a tournament, practice it beforehand. It looked like he'd never tried a bunker putt yeah. in his life before. The funny thing is, is after the first highlight, you can't really like you can tell he took a swing at it. I think but you he didn't really see it. <laughs> you couldn't really see it. And then they showed the slow mo, and I'm just like waiting for like this nice contact in the slow mo, and all of a sudden it's just like poof. Yeah. All this sand and the ball disappears. Like, is that a full swing? What is he doing? <laughs> and then, yep, sure enough, races right across into the water, and he's got to hit it. Out and there was a pretty decent lip on that bunker still. Yeah, but I think he was, was trying it? to do that, like land into the lip and just let it trickle out. Trickle well, on. Yeah. But he like, he also hold one from the bunker earlier that round, didn't he? With a putter? Lee Hodges? Lee Hodges hold one from the bunker sometime in this tournament. So I don't know why he decided putter now. Don't know. Don't really follow was, Lee Hodges around too much. <laughs> um, you know what the best part of this tournament was? What? When uh, they tweeted out that Adam Scott streak. He wasn't even playing in the tournament. <laughs> but yeah. that streak about him wearing that brown sweater for five days in a row or whatever. I was. think it made it to six. I don't know if it made it past seven. Like they're just, keep, after they're seven. just keeping track of him like at his house. No, he was at a couple of So Monday events. there was oh. a like photo shoot. No, there was a junior tournament at his home course. Um, and yeah, you wore it out there. 52 zero around. fucks. Yeah, zero. I love it. Um. Canadians? I, Pip. I, well, no, there's a couple more here. Don't worry. Oh, well, there's always a couple more. <laughs> Curtis Thompson uh, finished T50 50s. Lexi Thompson's brother. Uh, hold out for Eagle on hole six. That's the first time ever since they started keeping stats at PJ National that someone's hold out for Eagle on that hole. Hardest hole in the course. Hmm. So that was pretty impressive. Uh, Rick Lamb. You know that name? Yeah. Yeah. He's the guy who made it through the 16 for one yes. Monday qualifier. Finished T30. Yeah. Wow, that's that pretty was, he fucked up your line for the week. What do you mean my line? Well, no, just, no, it's coming. He's got one. Oh well, it would have been great if Rick Lamb would have missed the cut. <laughs> yeah, I'm for you sure. Right. <laughs> yeah. But because he didn't, I know there's one coming. I just got <laughs> hope. Uh, so. I know you'll get to Canadians, but I had I had to bring up Taylor first. He gets his own thing because he finished T16th after being plus seven, I think, at one point was, on Thursday. Yeah, he was 77 first. Uh, not to mention yeah. that f- four putt four for putt double. <laughs> double. Yeah. Three under Sunday, when everyone else was going the other way. Yeah, that four putt was thir- Friday or Saturday. No, Thursday. Thursday it was, was first round. Uh, yeah. It was to get um, to seven over. Geez. Shoot, uh, I was gonna say, um, buddy, Monday qualifier there. He eagled. He was that sixteen for one eagles it and immediately ends it on the first hole, and then he birdied eighteen to make the cut and finished t thirty. That's impressive too. Yeah, hmm. absolutely. That's awesome. Um, and then last one for Canes here. Big news, uh, Zach Johnson was named captain of the Ryder Cup team for 2023. Miss cut. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I you going to say, who cares? And yeah. I knew as soon as he started saying it that that was the uh, that but, was it. Uh, uh, if they win that 2023 Ryder Cup, he'll be one of four people to have won the Masters and captain a successful Ryder Cup team. The other ones being Sam Sneed, Seve Ballesteros, and Jack Nicklaus. So right. that's uh, pretty... It was. Big it's the Masters, mm. the Open, and the Ryder Cup. Yes, sure. No, it's it's St Andrews. It's yes, the old that's course. what it is. Yeah. Oh, it's Masters, Ma- St Andrews, gotcha. and Captain the Ryder Cup. I yep. mean, it's a hmm. cherry pick stat, but it's still kind impressive. of. I mean, we're all about the cherry pick. It's not that today. cherry picked. 
It's Canadians. it's not cherry picked in that it's only so many people could actually have already done that. I guess which makes it cherry picking. Anyways, Canadians. Um, I have to apologize. Didn't didn't say the Canadians that were playing in this tournament last week's pod Sunday pod. You were you were a little bit rattled too about all of the missing. The, the Sunday pod messes it, things up. Yeah, like it just it throws off the anymore. vibe. Research. Anyways, we talked about Svensson, uh, second top 10 of his career, T9. Uh, Taylor, T16, we said that. Pendrith, T25, solid finish there. Hughes, T48, and then, uh, thanks, Harv. Sloan, T55. I, I've already apologized to him. I sent him a DM and apologized, and he said, don't stop believing in me, it's coming. <laughs> I like yeah, it. Yeah, so you sent him a fake DM. Cause he, a fake You DM? already stopped believing in him. What do you mean, I stopped By believing. jinxing him. No, I said I don't even care about the jinx. I'm doing it. That's why I did that. <laughs> Whatever. I'm trying uh, to uh, will Gl- that jinx away. Gliggs also played in this tournament. Missed cut. Knew it. Uh, <laughs> Got one in. You can't do it to a Canadian, can you? <laughs> no, I can't. He's playing Puerto Rico this week. All right, let's get to the news. Well, Aces birthday shots the week, but sure. I know we, some Aces. We got to uh, breeze through the news because we got to get to Andrew Harvey. Well, we'll do, we'll do Andrew before news. We'll oh do, yeah! Why don't we do bracket then Andrew sure. then news? But let's Kay. go aces. Only two that I found were the two by Miguel Angel Jimenez in the Cola Guard Classic. Mm-hmm. Two and three rounds. Yep. On his way to victory. Won the GD thing. Uh, birthdays: VJ Singh, birthday. Uh, Joel Acava, senior, <laughs> birthday. <laughs> Abe Anser, birthday, and Ric Flair turned seventy. 70 or 70? 70, 73, 70? maybe. 73, I think it was. Happy birthday. He was still strutting on Instagram or Twitter. He posted yeah. a video, but... I can't wait. We're going to end uh, end the show with his one of his famous rants, I think, as our outro. Mm, tear in my eye. Uh, shots of the week. I'm going obvious. Step Straka in the rain. Pouring rain on 18. Just Yep. Clinched it for him. Very good shot. Don't have one. Didn't never watch n- enough golf. This never weekend. do. You no. never do. Uh, Brian Gay chipped in from on the green. Oh. oh. He's on the front left, and they had to go over, like, bunker jets out. He chipped over and chipped, chipped the GD thing right in. Yeah. Hmm. Wow. I mean, we don't need to do dude wipes. It's we do not. Easiest dude ever. wipes ever. Uh, like bracket, I guess. All kinds of poop. So, obviously, uh, we had the play-in games. Uh, games. So you, you and your games. Ma- ma- playing playing teams finish their games, yeah. <laughs> playing matchups uh, for the bracket. Riverside 17 beat Riverside 4. Riverside 5. five. Yep. yep, that's what I said. Was uh, it close? Nah, no, nah. It was not it was closer than close. people. some people would have thought. Yeah. Well, Like how close? Like 65, 35 maybe? Yeah, I, I don't have my no, sheet. I, I don't have my sheet yet. Five. <laughs> <laughs> Five's not a bad hole, man. Uh, it used to be better. That doesn't well, make it a bad what, hole now. What was different? So they took out a bunch of like brush that came out on the right. Okay. And they took out some trees along the left, I believe. And yeah, it's just now. Now it's, it's just th- wide open. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. All right. Fair enough. I can get they, with uh, that. Nippon Evergreen, eleven beat Green Hills eleven. Mm-hmm. Pretty handily. Um. Then we got to Elkridge. It was Birch 8 versus Tamarack 2. Picture that, didn't do too justice there. Yeah, two. No. A lot I of people f- I couldn't find down one. low, like low-key love 2. Me. Yeah. 
I like it too. It's, it's, as, it's unbelievable. It's as good for yep. sure. It is it's a better. better golf hole. Yes. Yes. I would agree with that. And it's just but as I good. You, you I think it's a picture. And is, well, yeah. I couldn't find. I, I know. Find this is the problem. Do. I mean, now we're getting into the, this bracket, which we'll get into in a second. But it's par three holes. Like it's tough to find pictures for all of them. So yeah. some pictures might have skewed people yeah. one way or the other. Yeah. For the golf course GMs, if you're out there listening, take pictures of your golf course and post them on social media. Just do it. Yes. Or on your website. Or on your website. That's the that's, whole reason you yeah, have it. This is we're, we we got to make our own catalog. And the right? fourth, I'm getting it. I'm going to have a catalog. Was, fourth plan was Jackfish 12 versus Crake 8. And Crake became victorious yesterday. Just. Just, yes, yeah. That really was a close, close one. Yep. That was like 55-45, I think. Yeah. Um, so, Crake, so, uh, Crake gets rewarded by playing uh, Waskasu 2 yes. in the first round. So, so the uh, <laughs> official... <laughs> The bracket is the bracket is set. We have all thirty-two holes now in it, and I think the best one of the best parts uh, about the bracket is it. it uh, you know, it gets people talking. We're gonna, in this instance, gonna be able to showcase some of the specific holes. So some of the courses that people might not even know what they look like or specific holes on those courses because last year was just here's here's the a best hole, hole or here's the, the best, best yeah. Hole. But par three kind of somewhat evens the playing field. Um, but once again, it's presented by the Rusty Shovel Landscape Shop. Um, so very happy to have those guys on. They're a, uh, a landscape and irrigation design and supply shop in Regina. So obviously they service not only contractors and, and the public in Regina, but also do-it-yourselfers all across southern Saskatchewan. So if you're looking to, you know, maybe put irrigation in your, your backyard and you live, well, doesn't have to be southern Saskatchewan, anywhere in Saskatchewan for that matter. S- send in a map of your backyard, send it in. They do everything, like everything from basic sprinkler plans to, you know, if you want to do bricks or any type of feature, water feature, that type of stuff. All the do-it-yourself stuff. So it's uh, it's owned by a friend of the pod, uh, Sean Steffen, or might have known him as Rusty S in picks uh, not too long ago. Didn't fare too well that time, I don't think. Uh, but yeah, he's got a solid crew of people there to help all your project planning and design needs, plus the product you need to get the job done. So like I mentioned, pavers, retaining wall, he sent a whole list here and this is like putting a lot of, a lot of stuff. Well, they do pavers, retaining wall block, artificial turf, underground sprinklers, landscape lighting and water features are just some of the things. So if you got a project coming up, get started at the rusty or if you're near Regina, you can visit the showroom at 680 Angus Street. Wow. So, so everything sh- starts tomorrow. Will Sean S. come and uh, punch my lawn for me? No, they're, they're don't think they design do. and they supply don't do shop. Either. They're not landscapers <laughs> themselves. All right. Yeah. Punch no. your face, maybe. He could, pr- <laughs> yeah, he could probably uh, probably get you connected with someone that could I help you do so, that. Yes. Yeah. All right. Or just wait for those kids to, to roll by with the... <laughs> Oh, the yes. aerators, yeah, yeah, yeah. the, per, the yep. lawn stars or whatever. Uh, all right. So before the bracket obviously starts tomorrow. So what did we say is first matchup? Deer Valley. And Deer Valley. And, of course, uh, Sean S., Rusty S., is a member there. So if you, start if you on a high. are listening and you are a member, maybe not even a member, but have a really good picture of any of the courses that are still in the bracket, Maybe not for tomorrow because we probably already have our pictures, but send them in to us. We could still yeah. add them and use yes. them. I've had to do everything with this, so 
be nice Don't to get a little bit of help. even start with me. That's a good point. So all <laughs> critiques get directed to Bronin. Yeah. All critiques. He's done everything. And just don't, He's made all just don't everything. Every the only thing one. he hasn't done is, you know, make the bracket. Like You can write it on a piece of paper. We're not posting that. Someone's got to make it look good. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> I can print pretty neat, though. Yeah. All right. Let's get into the Drew Harvey interview. Uh, like we mentioned before, Beyond the Contour, coming out with their top 100 courses. Good chat with him. Uh, and we'll be back after to recap the news and make picks for both tournaments this week. All right, Matty B with Drive the Green. I'm here today with Knut, Bronel, and Harv. And oddly enough, on the show today, from behind the contour, assistant golf professional at St. George's Golf and Country Club, Drew Harvey joins the show. So another Harv, double Harv today. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me on, guys. Yeah, so Drew, we wanted to get you on the show because uh, I I led off by saying you're with behind the the contour, beyond the contour, sorry. And... uh, one of the things that you've done is you guys have put together, you know, your top 100 golf courses in Canada. So tell us a little bit about that, what goes into it, what's happening, and just uh, kind of the, the Cliff's Nose version before we dive into, you know, the actual findings of it. Yeah, so basically what we did is, is we compiled a list of some of the more well-traveled Canadians. Um, so we were looking for guys who've been to, you know, all 10 provinces for the most part or a lot of them. So, uh, you know, most of the guys that we had have played quite a lot of the current top 100. Um, some of the stuff that, you know, has always sort of been a bubble, uh, or hidden gem. And basically what we did is instead of compiling like shop value and, you know, fun and variety and stuff like that, we just asked them, Hey, where do you rank this in the country? So then we sort of based off an algorithm where they checked off the box of how many of the top 200 they've played between all the existing lists out there right now. And, you know, weighting that against where they rated stuff and then averaging it across everyone who's played the golf course, we were able to get a top runner in the country. Right on. So obviously there's a lot of work that goes into it. And you mentioned kind of of the guys and, and having to go through this checklist, things like that. How, how much work went into this? Like, obviously it's, it's quite a bit of work, but just more so from a, is it been a, you know, a one-year process, two-year process? What's kind of the origin from it? Why did you come up with it? Um, and kind of just a little bit more about that. Um, I, I've sort of been looking at it for a year. Um, I was writing for a, a company out here that sort of has like a, a, a blog forum website. Um, I pitched the idea to them originally and, and we just, you know, never really saw eye to eye for it. So I wanted to do it on my own thing. Um, And I guess the main inspiration was, you know, seeing all the lists in the United States, um, you know, between golf magazine or golf week or golf digest, and they all have different criteria and what they look for. And it always produced quite a bit of discussion. Um, You know, up here you have score golf, and top 100 golf courses is a, a UK based site that they also have their own Canadian panel. But for the most part, it, it's just those two. So I just wanted to throw a hat in the ring, get more people talking about stuff that isn't seen as much. And, you know, I, I think we are able to do that hopefully. Yeah. Like, I mean, you have quite a, quite a substantial amount of, you know, people, I think what's the uh, you know, I think you said that you wanted to have 20 to 30 guys, uh, as part of, of your panel. So how, how many did you land on and, and give us a little bit more about, you know, the background of, of those guys. 
Yeah. So we landed on 18. Um, I think I asked around 21. It was, you know, it just came down to timing where I wanted to get the list out in January. So before the spring comes before golf season, um, kind of give something to read through the winter. And, you know, most of those guys are industry guys. So, you know, I'm, I'm not at liberty to discuss exactly who they are because, right. you know, with, with a top 100 list like this, it's pretty hard to, you know, throw your name in the hat without an established, you know, uh, I guess you could say reputation already. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, some of them are architects. I think, I think four or five of them actually build golf for a living. Uh, a couple of journalists and writers, um, some PG of Canada professionals, but very select. I wouldn't, you know, it, it's, it's not like a lot of them are big into golf architecture for them. It's more like professional golf and teaching. So you had to be really select with that. Mm-hmm. And then existing panelists that I've, I've talked to or played, uh, whether that's golf digest, golf week, score golf, you know, and we, we just sort of went from there. That's awesome. 18 so, guys that I'm extremely jealous of. Yes, no doubt. Yeah. <laughs> well, especially this guy. So one of the one of the gentlemen, you, have, you obviously didn't name them by name, but one of the, your guys had played 100 and, what was it, 178 of the 200 courses. That's a pretty good golf life, I think. <laughs> yeah, listen, when I, when I submitted my ballot, I was I was in the one just high 120s and I was like, wow, that's that's a lot. That's like, very good. Yeah. yeah, that's a lot. And then all of a sudden, this guy submits, and he's fifty ahead of me. And I was just like, "Wow, that is amazing." <laughs> yeah. Well, I counted, and I landed on ten. So it's <laughs> <laughs> not bad. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I guess with that, um, is it something that you found like that you you've identified some maybe some gaps in it uh, last year that you wanted to? There was maybe some courses that you had identified that you needed feedback on that you maybe reached out to some of these guys to say, Hey, go out and play this or, or that you wanted to go out and play just to kind of fill in those gaps. Or was it something that, you know, if maybe you didn't have someone that had played it, uh, you found other, you know, avenues to try to list that course. Yeah, for sure. Um, there's a couple that I saw last year that really sparked, uh, the idea in my brain. Um, so one of those was obviously Waskasu for you guys, where I went to Waskasu in um, August and did, you know, Cook Municipal and Elk Ridge and did the whole northern swing. And I walked away with another close friend of mine from Waskasu and it was just like, this place is amazing. Like, yep. you know, he's he's played the top 100 in the country and he was like, it's a mini Cape Breton's Highlands Links. Like he was shocked at how good the quality was. And then the other one was, uh, was Grand Mare in outside of Trois Rivières, Quebec. And so basically these two historic architects, you know, they went up to the middle of Quebec and just built this amazing golf course that nobody talks about and, and pretty lucky that they both made the list. I thought I was, you know, you never know if you're out to lunch with some of these takes or not. Right. Um, but enough people had seen it that, you know, they both ended up on the list, which is good and relatively close to each other too. Mm-hmm. Right on. Yeah. So I guess that's, that's a good tie into your trip here last year and obviously the Sask and Manitoba connection to the list. Uh, so first, I guess, give us your thoughts on, on that trip. Um, it's funny that you mentioned that cause we're releasing our own kind of road trip documentary here starting this week. And those three courses are obviously on it for our Northern trip. So give us your take on those courses and then kind of tie that into, you know, the Sask Manitoba connection, as far as courses that maybe 
made the list if you can divulge that or not <laughs> and uh, kind of go from there. Yeah, for sure. You know, Elkridge is the perfect host for a McKenzie tour event. Um, you know, it, it, it's everything's in front of you. You go out and you shoot a number and, and, you know, it doesn't feel like it's tricking you. It's just who goes and plays the best golf. Yeah. Um, which is where Waskasu is almost the opposite, where it's kind of weird and funky and like, you know, some of the ground is very difficult to guess how it's going to come off. And some of the kicker slopes around the greens are pretty intense. Um, and then Cook Municipal was by far the biggest surprise. Um, I've had lots of people, you know, when I discuss best municipal in the country on Twitter or Instagram, um, you know, for me, it's always Lakeview or like Langara and Vancouver is very good too. But Cook Municipal was really, really quite good. Some of the, was, some of the yeah. funky stuff, like the first hole, um, you know, the 18th green is really, really good. Yeah. It was, it was probably in the best shape in the province last year, I would say. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. They spent, it's like, normally top three, but last year it was one. Yeah. Two million bucks over the last like two years getting their irrigation up and running. And now, yeah, last, last summer it was in fantastic shape. So I guess, uh, before, before we move on to some other things, uh, tell us a little bit more about when, what the plan is for the drop, um, and you know, where people can, can find it, that type of stuff. Yeah. So we have the top seven, or I guess not the top 75, but, uh, 26 to 100 posted right now. Um, we even have, you know, 101 to 125, just because we thought, you know, the list is quite different. Um, there's, there's 24 golf courses that aren't on score golf's top 100 and 18 from top 100. So that, you know, that's a, that's a very large chunk of a list that's different. So the 101 to 125 allows people to sort of see what just missed the, um, list. And then the full list is up March 2nd. So I think that's this upcoming Wednesday. Right. Um, and that's on, that's on beyond the contour.com. You should see the top 100 in the menu. And from there, it's pretty easy to find and scroll. Perfect. So, uh, since the, I guess, 26 to one fifth or one twenty-five is already out there, you probably would have no issues telling us why Waska Sioux was so much higher than clear Lake <laughs> when they're kind of, uh, <laughs> Built by the same guy. They got a similar feel. The the town sites are similar, but one is obviously way better. I just want to get your reasoning to why it's so much better. Before you answer that, Andrew, I want to ask you if you've played Clear Lake yet. I have, and and okay. I do quite enjoy it. Um, Waskasu is, is different, though. Um, there's just a bit more substance. Um, for me, like some of the, some of the, finer details around the greens at Waskasu are better. So like 11, when you come over the hill and the green slopes away from you in the front left corner at like 11 or 12%, that's pretty aggressive and pretty cool. You, you don't get that much at, at Clear Lake, which is also a very good golf course, but you know, a little bit shorter, a little bit weirder, um, you know, very good in its own right. But I think Waskasu is just noticeably more interesting. Fair wow. enough. I, so my, <laughs> my take on that, I, I do agree. I do enjoy Waskasu. My favorite part about that is the um, kind of quaintness you get playing it. You don't really see many other people on the golf course um, as you're kind of running through. That is the one, yeah, the one the really big difference. For sure. 
uh, with Clear Lake, there's people everywhere. You can see other holes for the most part. Waskasu, yeah. you're you're kind of out there alone. So, but I, I'll I'll kind of agree <laughs> all I you. heard is Waskasu <laughs> is way better, and that's all I needed to hear. So let's move on. I got and, and they're they're both very good golf courses. Like I wish I wish more people. You know, I'm originally from Alberta, and now I'm a transplant in Toronto. But people sort of overlook. Look, you, you know, Saskatchewan and Manitoba, the criticism of other lists has always been their flyover provinces. And, and I don't think they really are, to be honest. Mm-hmm. No, there's definitely some, some great ones. Um, I wanted to ask you about Bear Mountain in Victoria or just outside Victoria. I've seen them on lists in like the top 30, maybe top 40. And I've, I see they're both outside the top 100. What's your take on that? What, why, why the big drop? Be honest, I actually don't know. Um, I was pretty surprised. You know, Mountain gets a lot of criticism from people that I talk to because they basically ripped up a couple of the holes for housing. Oh. Um, so that's why, like, the famous, you know, the, the one that drops over the, you know, you see Victoria in the background, the little par three, that used to be a buy hole. Like, that was, that was a betting 19th hole. So now that's actually a part of the actual routing because they had to go to that. Um, Valley to my eye looks pretty good. I just, I'm pulling up the numbers right now and they were pretty, you know, it it was a very big battle. Like some people have, you know, there's a couple of votes for top 40 for Valley. And then there's people who don't have it inside the top 125. It's just polarizing. Yeah. Yeah. Very. It's not cheap to play. I know that. <laughs> maybe that's how it's polarized. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Uh, right on. So the other thing we want to talk to, obviously, is uh, your assistant golf professional at, at uh, St. George's. Obviously, RBC Canadian Open's coming up there. How are how are things going? Obviously, you're not out there working on it right now. Um, but, you know, as far as the feel around the facility and, and just kind of the preparation that's gone into it, obviously, haven't had an opportunity to – to host that event here because it keeps, uh, we keep getting postponed. So hopefully, hopefully this is the year, but, uh, kind of speak to what's going on there and, and the changes that you've seen over the past little bit here. Yeah, this is, this is my third season here. So, you know, every year that I've been here, we're, we were supposed to have the Canadian open <laughs> each year. <laughs> yeah. Um, this one by far feels the most realistic. Yeah. Uh, um, so, you know, there's actually stands being built. Um, I actually live on the golf course. So I, I, I look out my window and I see stands at, at 16, oh, nice. um, you know, and, and some of the merchandising stuff that we're doing, it, it feels a bit more like it's actually going to happen. Um, so there's definitely more prep and, and a better vibe around the club, I'd say now than the last two years. So with that merchandising stuff, so the last couple of years, did you guys get merchandise with dates on it or how did that work? the last couple of years or what has, what has happened to all that or merchandise if it did have some dates on it? Yeah, I don't actually know. I know the first year um, it was the 111th Canadian open. So they went like the U S open um, where the U S open doesn't merchandise specific years for the most part. I mean, you can buy some stuff with like Shinnecock Hills 2018 and stuff, but you know, it's the 157th open or the mm. whatever. So we did that for 2020 um, I did see some stuff for 2021 with the specific dates on it. Cause I'm sure like everyone, we assume that it was yeah. just going to be a quick little thing. Yeah. Um, and this year it is 2022. I don't know what happened to the 2021 stuff though. Hmm. Interesting. So 
So you said you look out your window, you see stands being built. Are we talking like a 16 at the waste management style event there or a little more subtle? Right now it's pretty subtle. They haven't built that much. Um, so I live on 16 green, which is, you know, the final part three. Um, so I can see 16, 17 and 15. So there's some stands being built, but it's nothing crazy yet. Um, I'm sure once we get some of the snow melting, it's going to be full steam ahead. Yeah. Is, is 16 going to be the rink this year or what hole do they have earmarked for that? Do you know? Yeah, I don't, I don't know off the top of my head, to be honest. Right. Okay. Well, it's, uh, like I say, you're a guest on the show, so you have to go through rapid fire. So, um, but before the, the lead into uh, rapid fire is always ultimate foursome. So three people that you'd want to play with from any walk of life and which course are you playing on, which could lead us to maybe your favorite course in Canada or the world. We'll find out. Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. I've obviously heard other people answer that on the pod, but, um, I think for me, I'd like to play golf with Stanley Thompson. That guy was a degenerate. So I think it'd be quite <laughs> hilarious. Um, and then growing up as a Canadian, I think, you know, Sidney Crosby would be also good. He play, he plays a bit of golf. Yep. Um, and then I, I'd go with Roy McIlroy. I think you have three different people, three different, you know, styles into the game and, and it'd be pretty interesting to see them all interact. I think. Right on. And then where are you playing? Um, I, I think I'm playing Royal Melbourne. I, ha I haven't been, um, but I had such a blast watching that president's cup and seeing, you know, tiger and Abraham answer, just pull off some insane shots. And one of my favorite golf courses is, is pass at tempo. So I, you know, can't go wrong with Alistair McKenzie. Yep. That's, that's, I think the first like international soil course to play on for ultimate foursome. I can't even think of another one. Maybe uh, old course. That's it. He's a thoughtful guy. He's yeah, not just saying Augusta like everybody else. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Putting some thought into it. I like uh, it. Okay. Well, let's get into rapid fire. If uh, the answer to this is not Callaway, we'll just skip it. But what's in your bag? <laughs> uh, I'm, a, I'm a Titleist staffer, so it's, it's all Titleist. <laughs> okay. Well, Sorry, we we'll bleep that out. That's okay. <laughs> too far into the, into the weeds with that one. All right. Rogue, rogue, rogue. <laughs> uh how many aces do you have i don't have any we were just talking about this with a friend i've flown into the cup twice and it hasn't stayed in the bottom so zero. Oh wow Ooh. Uh, if you've done it twice okay. i think you get to count as one <laughs> I, I have a pitch and pot one but yeah. <laughs> uh your personal favorite course canada maybe saskatchewan so let's go let's go canada is jasper park lodge um okay. i i quite enjoy you know, the journey it takes you on, uh, Saskatchewan, it's Waskasu. And then for good measure, we'll go, you know, Shinnecock Hills for the world. Cool. Favorite course in Ontario. So, uh, you know, I'm biased, I'm biased, I think, but yeah. St. George's and Toronto are, are the two best here for me. There's yeah. So good. Before we go, I, we got to ask you, we're obviously we're coming out there for Canadian open. We're not leaving our golf clubs at home. What do we need to play around that area? Public golf, public golf in the GTA is tough. Um, mm -hmm. If you have one, you know, there's, there's a big cult following for TPC Toronto. Mm -hmm. um, so before the TPC name, it, it was a bit more uh, low key, but now it, you know, it's a very well-run facility with, with three very good golf courses that are all different. 
Um, if you don't like playing one golf course at a facility and not seeing the rest, Eagle's Nest, I think. Okay. Yeah, we rented a van, so we, we can travel. We can travel a little <laughs> yeah. bit. A little bit. Yeah. Uh, speaking well, then it's of- Muskoka Bay. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Muskoka Radio is a bit of a trip. Two hours away? Yeah. Yeah. It's two hours. I mean, it's, it's cottage. I mean, I I think Muskoka Bay is like an hour 40 from, you know, the airport. So not so bad. Okay. Yeah. 22 on the list. We might have to just go and shake hands with the guy at Muskoka Information Radio that had us (laughs) on for two two summers. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of traveling, what, what was your first car? I, oh, this is going to sound really bad. So my first car was a 1987 Porsche 944 Turbo. Oh. Um, it was absolutely beat to smithereens. And, you know, you put a couple thousand dollars in it and then you drop the engine four months in. So <laughs> worth it. They probably rolled it was, great for, for a few, few months. A 16 year old kid with five pounds of turbo in a Porsche is uh, an interesting in the, in the prairies of Alberta is an interesting combination. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, so is there a correlation to that and the engine dropping shortly thereafter? No, 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 no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah of course. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, the uh, PGL yes or no. What do you think? It's a no for me. I, you know, I just, nice. I, I, I don't know. I, I can't get behind it. I think the tour needs to change. I don't know if it's with, you know, a dirty oil regime, like government. So. Agreed. Do you know, uh, do you think uh, any of DJ Bryson or Phil are heading over there, especially now? Uh, you know, I think Phil will go now that he's basically been annexed off the property. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, it's, it's hard for him to look at, the benefits of staying on the PJ tour when they're going to euros and that's a hundred million USD. And yeah, so hard to say. Uh, what's the weirdest thing you've ever seen on a golf course? Uh, oh, weirdest. That, that is a very tough one off the spot. I saw a girl in Arizona um, run topless straight down the middle of a fairway at like eight in the morning. So that one went. Oh, wow. <laughs> Not the worst thing you weird or great. Yeah. I don't know what yeah. it is, but <laughs> well, I, you know, it was it was West Valley Phoenix. It was it wasn't like an ASU girl. Let's <laughs> just... She's either uh, early riser or didn't go to bed yet. One or the other. Um, is is a hot dog a sandwich? Uh, is like for me, I look at it like is is a taco a sandwich? And I think no. So for me, a hot, like a hot dog is closer to a taco than it is to like, I have clubhouse or a ham and cheese sandwich. So I think, no, I like it. Wow. That's a really good, that's yep. good. Sound logic. Thoughtful. Yeah. I'll, like I'll sneak one in here before, before our, our notorious last one, but yeah. uh, you can say no comment to this, but uh, who's the concert going to be at the RBC Canadian <laughs> open the Friday night? I actually don't know. I, I haven't heard anything. Um, I am also looking forward to it too. Cause it, I would let, it's just up the street at the high school, I think. So, oh man, it's that scene, nice. that scene at FGL in Hamilton was something else. I don't know. It's hard to top that, but FG, FGL is easy to top, but the scene <laughs> is hard to top. <laughs> All right. Uh, Knup, you can have the last one. I don't think you've ever had it. No, I haven't. Uh, last question. Are you a Coke or a Pepsi guy? 
Oh, Coke. It's not even, I don't even have to think about it. <laughs> really? No one does. No one does. Some people <laughs> just don't care. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Well, that wraps it up. Uh, Drew, we really appreciate it. Uh, we look forward to the top 25 being unveiled here on Wednesday, beyondthecontour.com. Top 25 is unveiled, he said. Is it? No, no. Wednesday. That's what's being released. Oh. 20, 25 to 26 to 100 is out right now. <laughs> but yeah, so Drew, thanks a lot. And uh, we look forward to seeing the list. Yeah, thanks for having me on, guys. It was fun. All right, big thanks to Drew Harvey for joining the boys. Can't wait to get to uh, Toronto and shake his hand uh, in the summertime. Hopefully all things go well. We can get there, but uh, some interesting findings in this list. I just want to shake his hand and just say oh. thank you for proving me right that Waska Sioux is severely better than Clear Lake. I don't severely. know if I'd say severely, but... 50 spots. Yeah, it's severely... I almost said, but I didn't want to say it uh, on it, so I'll say it now after that he can't reply to it. But when he said that his friend really liked it and stuff like that, I'm like, well, yeah, maybe your friend isn't a good driver of the golf ball because he probably didn't have to take his driver out for the first seven holes at Waskasoo. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> and then only hit it twice. Uh, three times. Twice? Three times. No, I've said it before. Mm. It's it's a risk-reward. It's a beautiful scenery course that is great for matches, but as a general layout, I don't find it to be. Even if you're playing conservative, you're hitting on six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I would like to get uh, someone who plays lobster. 14, 15. That's eight of the holes. How many times in the lobstick you think if a guy pulls driver, the other guy, regardless of where the shot that the match play goes driver and the other guy hit, doesn't hit driver because the first guy went for it and like, well, I don't even have to do this. Yeah, but that's he, he match does, play. Yeah, but I'm saying in some match plays, you're not, you have to hit driver regardless is what I'm getting at. Sorry, how many did you land on? Eight. Okay. I'm going to keep my answer to myself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, clear like for me, it's six, maybe seven times. You could say seven Driver. at Waskasu because you can yeah. lay up on 15. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm just being like if. Yeah, that is the if, old style golf course, right? Like short, protective greens. Yeah. Interesting. There's Riverside and Waskasu. you can't or, take them. Like you can't change the layouts yeah, on those. That exactly. Very easily. Yeah. But go on with your Riverside. I was just interesting that they were, ended up being right beside each other. I told you. It couldn't be better than Riverside, but it's just right there. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone knows. <laughs> All right, let's get into the news, Harv. Yeah, let's start with the big one. Um, Phil's world's crumbling. Phil's world is crumbling. He came out with a statement that I don't know who told him that that was going to be a good, that was going to go over well, but it did not. The crazy part about this statement, and I'm sure we'll pick it apart, was that he went on the record for an interview and then said that comments taken off the were taken out of context off the record. And then the guy who wrote the article, Shipnunk, was just like, yeah, it was on the record. Like, he agreed to this interview. So then he, who wrote the articles, all over Phil. So then it was like, that part was never brought up again from Phil. Like, how it was yeah. off the record. Like, he didn't, he didn't try to justify it or anything like that. And then Shipnuck came back after. Like, he just wanted to clarify. But then he came back after. And he's like, I didn't think that this was going to blow up like this. Like, the sponsors are dropping them now? Yeah, it's but that's the part that I don't understand. So I was having a conversation last week with a friend and I had said like these people go over and play in the Saudi tournament 
what is the difference? They're essentially supporting the exact same people. So what? Yeah, why are the sponsors dropping them? I don't understand it. Yeah, so really everyone should be losing their sponsors that go over there. Well, to be fair, uh, that picture came out of DJ. So DJ isn't allowed to play with RBC on his sleeve when he goes over there. So RBC says you can't wear that sponsorship over there. But he's still okay. able to put it back on his sleeve when he comes gotcha. back. Yeah, yeah. But still, that's diff- That's the same premise. Yeah. Why are they dropping him completely? Just because he wanted to associate with his tour that he, people go over there and play? This is a side note, but the fact that RBC sponsors so many golfers blows my mind. Like, It is, is weird. Is, is, that, is Dustin Johnson with an RBC logo on his sleeve that predominantly plays in the United States that RBC isn't as big in? Garnering more customers for them? It's a great question. I, I don't more. know. Couple and sponsoring more for sure. two tournaments. <laughs> Couple three. Well, I guess one Canadian makes sense, but uh, Harbor Town, right? Like I don't know. Yeah. It's weird. But so maybe maybe it's the trickle down of that though. They sponsor the RBC Canadian Open, and it, by sponsoring those players, it gets those players having to come to that tournament. Yeah, could be. So now it's like they're just paying those guys to come to the tournament. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. And then so you get more fans out to the tournament, and then you, yeah, just all a trickle down. I'm so. sure there's a uh, an explanation for it, but it just kind of blows my mind that some of these sponsors, like I get being sponsored by Nike and TaylorMade, and you're yep. gonna drive more people buying those clubs, but like those like big financial industries and whatever, and like Thompson Reuters or whatever for, but yeah, like, when they had them or whatever, but it's weird that like to f- see Phil now without kpmg on his hat like that's going to be something there isn't going to be much on any of his stuff <laughs> did work, no. work day dropped him too work day and callaway put him on pause we know what that K- means. kmg <laughs> dropped him kpmg so was the worst part of that statement i guess when he was talking to shipnuck was just kind of not glossing over the fact but bringing up the fact that they killed that journalist like was that the worst part of it I think it, because I think that's that, the reason why he's losing know. the sponsors because yeah. he straight out like the guys that go to the Saudi tournament don't really they just kind of tiptoe around that they're going there, whereas yeah. he just straight out came. Yeah, I know everything they do, and I'm still yeah. I'm still on it. Like I think it's that it's just like the whole thing that he doesn't care. That was the biggest thing for the sponsors, and I think the big thing was him also trying to make himself look like a martyr, being like I'm doing this for the so the tour will change. The tour needs to get better, and I'll be the I'll be the scapegoat if I have to to get thrown under the bus if it makes the PGA Tour better in the future for future players. Like I don't think that went over well with no. yeah. with uh, the golfing community. And but I think I think the the body bag blow was from Rory. Like the, the, this all happened seemed like after Rory came out and said, "Yeah, it was arrogant." Well, Rory is the guy. As Rory, much as like like everyone Rom, looks at like him. Rory is the guy still. Like yeah. I think everyone takes notes from Rory on how to handle the media and himself and all this stuff. And when he said that, it's just like, well. But at the same time, Phil's not necessarily wrong. Oh, And that's what a bunch of tour pros have come out and said. Like, is it the best tour in the world? Yes. Does it need fixing? Absolutely. Yet, we're just not getting there. This right, is, so. like I said it before, but it's legitimately the WWE, WCW thing. Like, this was going to get all this guaranteed money, like when all those guys went to WCW, and then they all came back to WWE and got their guaranteed money there, so they're trying to get the PGA yeah. Tour to now guarantee yeah. money or give more money. or. So do you guys, 
do you guys think that <laughs> that statement, I guess, within that interview spooked DJ Bryson, potentially some other guys? It definitely spooked why, DJ for sure. Yeah. I that think my it thought spooked well. them enough that they're not going to be, it's not going to be as known that they're going. Mm. I It'll still don't think that's dead in the yet. water yet. I think they I, might. I think, I think the sponsors bailing sent a big message to those guys. I think that they thought they'd just go over there and keep all their sponsors. Yeah. Now that sponsors are out, I think maybe these guys might not. Because sponsors is guaranteed money for them. So mm-hmm, you're talking about gu- signing for guaranteed money. Well, that's what sponsors are too. But price tag being high enough, they, they won't even care. Yeah. I wear a black hat and a black shirt with nothing on yeah. it if I'm making a $100 million guarantee. Yeah, that's if JT has yeah. shown us anything, they don't <laughs> care about sponsors. <laughs> yeah, but they still got to deal with being a complete fucking loser if they do that. So. <laughs> Just having, why are they a loser? Having Greg no Norman uh, would severely just disagree with you. It's it's I I hate call, calling Phil a loser, but see, and I, I just I'm hate, almost I just, on Phil's side a little it. bit because I, I don't think a, the sponsors. I'm on his side about not. He shouldn't be losing his sponsors over this, no. over the comments that he made. No, but now if he went over the there and like won a tournament and like was like high fiving with all these guys who like the oil, dirty oil money, and he's just like, yeah, we're a team, and he's like. <laughs> Yeah, I don't yeah. know, throwing someone off a cliff that they tell him to or something. But then, yeah, he got a case to hate that guy. But, like, to just ditch him because he said he might go over there. I know. Because they're trying to do something. I don't know. Yeah, bit odd. Uh, next. Let's uh, do next. Well, we, I kind of brought up Greg Norman, but he kind of fired back, oh, yeah. too, um, saying you can't stop us. There can always be as many leagues as you want. You can't try and muzzle or... Yeah. Threaten play players if they want to come play, they should be able to, and yeah. and not lose any, I mean, get the, any sanctions against them. And the independent contractor angle here is is an angle for sure, like to to basically say that you're blacklisting. But that's how like any independent contractor works. If I don't like a contractor, maybe a bad example, but if I don't want you to come work on my house as an independent contractor, just don't want you to come. Yeah, like you just can't come work for me. It's mm-hmm. pretty straightforward. It's not blacklisting. It's just saying you're not coming. But I mm. think that's also too where maybe that ends up changing on the PGA Tour, right? Where they end up creating a players union like every other yep. major for sport has, right? And then that gets them potentially some more power and more money and never know. Yep. Uh, and apparently it came out that, uh, or people are saying that Tiger actually won the pip and not uh, Phil pretty crazy that he if phil Tough did week. win f- either first or second in the pip and then he's blacklisted a month and a half later we won't get two months we'll get all so, of it i guess yeah let's say so how's that gonna work because he had half of it they were keeping for a designated tour event but apparently right yeah and if he can't play in it what's gonna happen i guess just not just sue him for also it. it should be noted that it's a complete and utter joke that tiger woods won that like that shouldn't oh, be allowed yeah, that's it was not the intent of making it, for no. sure. But if that's the case, just give it to him every year. Yeah, because yeah. he's going to If he's to not win playing, who knows? Ever. He'll yeah. crash another car or he'll or play cheat on another wife or something and <laughs> play another yeah. round with yeah. his kid. Yeah, exactly. That's all he has to do is play around with Charlie. And there One of wins. those three things will get it. It's enough. like if this podcast had a pip, I would win it every year. <laughs> Same thing. Yeah, people want to see obvious stuff. People want to see you break clubs. You're right. Yeah. Uh, next, um, Golf Canada came out and said they plan or they're hoping to have 30 players on the PGA and LPGA combined in the next 10 years. 
combined. Hmm. Well, 30 total. Yep. Combined from those two tours. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's ambitious. So, in the I next like how many that's years? awesome. Uh, by 2032, so in the next 10. Doable. Yeah, that's... Maybe. It's a tall task, but... Because what do they got now? There's only so many guys on... Like, every country has golfers, so... 10, probably. They would have 10, 11, 12 tops. Yeah. Three, maybe, on the LPGA, and... Yeah, I mean... Seven, eight, on the... I think it's three. It's a great goal, for sure. Yeah. not going to happen, but... Yeah, maybe. Um, <laughs> I'd love to see 20, even, by then. Yeah, like, that'd be... Uh, yeah. yeah, something. Next. Um, next, um... DJ and Paulina had kind of their bachelor bachelorette parties. Made the news, hey? These this past weekend. Well, just the fact that DJ, professional golfer who's had some questionable injuries, is just out there hucking backflips <laughs> off a yacht, like just casually just jumps off, does a backflip into the ocean. Like <laughs> sponsors can't be happy about that. <laughs> I, and he just effortless too. Yeah, he's done many of those before. So that's the thing. It's just like that's just a him out. Enjoying himself. No yeah. different than a guy going for a jog. Nope. I guess so. Uh, next, uh, the Roms announced that their second kid is on the way. Dad power times two coming. You're only going to get madder. Look out. <laughs> Think how mad you are at your two kids. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> going to take it out on those. When's, when are they due? Uh, I don't know. Not for a while, I don't think. Yeah. Just trying to think of what tournaments are after. Place long-term <laughs> bets on Rom. <laughs> Probably be right around tour championship time. I would been. I would think. Wow. Uh, yeah. If it's silly yeah. season, then yep. set yeah. your watch to it. But, yeah. It's going to be August. No silly season now. Well, you wouldn't. You event. wouldn't announce it until two, two or two months in. Usually. Yep. yep. Yeah. So it only gives seven left. Nine. That's tour championship. Yep. yep. It's close anyway. Futures. I mean, you're not going to get a whole hell of a lot of good. I He's also the yeah yeah yeah. He's already <laughs> the favorite. He's the best, <laughs> best player in the world. You might yeah. you might get a yeah a little better if you bet it now. But uh, um, Next. I wanted to talk about those ridiculous Nike golf shoes that made the social media rounds. Can't, the can't other wait day. to get a pair. I don't know why you guys don't like them. What's high, wrong with um, them? They're high tops. They're for not one. golf. So high what? top pumps. What are they? They got pump on them, don't they? No, no, just a high top. Yeah. Just the Velcro. Strap are they basketball across. shoes? I think they are. No. They just drilled some spikes into. They're so nice. They're, They're nice. awesome. I think it's like a crossover thing. Like you take those spikes out yeah. easy and just play play around on, you know the, what? on I, the streets. Yeah. I had an interesting <laughs> thought um, for uh, for Knoop over here. Uh, a lot of your videos, you ha- you have those uh, leggings on. Yep. Leggings, How do we don't wear yeah. those in the summertime just because of the heat? Uh, yeah, I sweat lots. Oh. I like to stay warm. Winter, that's why I wear them in the winter. Yeah. Because I, like I was going nice to say, that'd warm. be, but you'd change the game by wearing shorts, leggings, and golf shoes. Maybe I'll start wearing arm sleeves. Like those just ones one. that look like you have tattoos? Yeah. Just oh, one. That'd be all right. Yeah, just, just one sleeve. Single arm. <laughs> oh, I just thought of like a verbal meme there. It's like, when, picture those shoes, and it's like when you got a tea time at noon, but you got to play two on two at 745 <laughs> or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they just, you could pop out, you could pop out the cleats. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, Next uh, Willie Wilcox came out Said he's been going through Friend of the pod Obviously that's why I'm bringing it up But he's been going through Some tough times With yep. battling some demons And he's kind of got his Well Going the right direction Yeah Not back yet But life's back on the right track And so uh, Golf's be, all he knows He'll be back uh, Doing his thing here soon Hopefully Yes Good luck uh, to next, him Next uh, Since it's the 59th day of the year There is the uh, 
I don't know if it was Golf Digest or PJ Tour or whoever posted a 59 club. Very very elite club. Yeah, only 13 people on it. Uh, Annika Sorenstam was on there. Mm-hmm. Now, I know where you guys are probably thinking I'm going with this, but I actually think her doing it's more impressive than any PJ Tour pro. And I'll tell you why. Okay. <laughs> I'm hoping so. So... A PGA Tour pro who shoots 59 usually has a few eagles on their card. A few? Yeah. A few is three to ten. Couple. Couple. <laughs> a few is three to ten. Yeah. <laughs> couple to couple to three. Let's say that. <laughs> yeah. There. Whereas more than one. <laughs> a female golfer doing it plays golf a more traditional or amateur style of golf where they're not going for every par five and two, so they're playing it how it's designed, and they she still saw it 59. I did think she, that's more guess, impressive than... I guess the answer to the question is, does she have any eagles? I don't know. I didn't look. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just assuming. <laughs> I'll, I'll look. You keep talking. Well, I mean, maybe if she hold one out, that's takes into account. But I'm just going on how my brain was working on that. Is like she probably played the par fives in three shots. Probably. <laughs> just, just probably. Uh. The lead-up was so good, and the whole time was like, we had to research this. <laughs> had to. I thought of it on the way over, you jerks. <laughs> uh, next, uh, just around the world, not many for not many tournaments this weekend. Uh, DP World Tour had no tourney. Corn Ferry had no tourney. LPGA no tourney, but uh, major back this week. The uh, Asian deep, or uh, HSBC in Singapore for uh, the LPGA is back for the first time in two years. Uh, so that's this upcoming week. Saudi tour, no tourney yet. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I thought Ben Ann won something. Corn Ferry. two weeks ago. Oh, was it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where was I last week? <laughs> it was Sunday, man. <laughs> All right. And then the Champions Tour, the Cola Guard Classic, uh, won by Miguel. Obviously, had two aces on his way to victory. The Rooster. Uh, great trophy. Little, like, conquistador helmet-style thing like that thing Phil wore all those years back. Mm. Um I love when that guy wins. It's fun. It, like I watched uh, quite a bit of that tournament just because watching him on the golf course is hilarious. Yeah, it they've just, only had two, tur- three tournaments, and he's won two of them. He's this so year. relaxed. He's just he doesn't give a shit. She no. did not make an eagle. Oh, there you go. Sometimes I knew it. Sometimes vindication. It she went 31-28. Um, ooh, seven birdies in a row. On Whoa. the back. So. Like you said, vindication. No bogues, I assume. Zero. Yeah. Clean. Clean. That's something. Um, but, yeah, so on hell, two of the first three tournaments he's won. That's only happened one other time in the history of the Champions Tour. Um, Bernhard Longer finished T2. And there was an article about, in five words or less, describe Bernhard Longer, like put out to all the Champions Tour players. And a couple notable ones I wrote down. Uh, Mike Weir said, uh, proof of other life forms when describing <laughs> oh. uh, Longer. But didn't uh, you say in one word? Five, five, five words. Oh, okay. Uh, Scott McCarran said, legend, wait for it, dairy. <laughs> and Alex Jacob said, the Germinator. <laughs> <laughs> Alex <Jake>. Jacob. <laughs> so those are some notable ones on there. Um, lots of other ones just about like committed to his craft and dedication and all this stuff. Uh, Ames finished 36th and Weir finished 54th in that tournament. And that's it for news. Good. Nice. Thank you. All right. Pick recap. We'll run through that real quick. Uh, Honda. Fuck yeah. Oh, yeah, you won. (laughs) 
Finally. Bronell won the week. So the standings are Knoop 16, listeners 15, Maddie B6, Bronell 6, Harv 4. Bronell had Dan Berger 4th, uh, Russell Knox 55th, Ian Poulter 30th for 30 average. I finished 2nd. I had Kramer Hickok miss the cut 73, Alex Noren 5th, and Cam Young 16th for 31 average. Good, good tournament by Cam. Yep. Back to back. Back to back. Matty B finished third. He had uh, Russell Henley, who wasn't in the tournament. Um, <laughs> so that's a 74. Like that little tidbit. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, so wow. that's the second time this year that I've got bit by uh, DK, man. Kills you. Well, it was a Sunday DK. Didn't even have prices. Yep. Uh, Sam Ryder, ninth. And Ricky Fowler, 42nd for a 42 average. Canoop finished third. He had Sung Jae who missed the cut, 73. Keith Mitchell. Uh, ninth and Garrick Higo 66 for a 49 average and the listeners uh, had a tough week. Uh, Louis Tazen 30th, Ryan Palmer 70th, the most obvious finish maybe ever. Yeah, I knew he was going to miss the cut. Well, he made it, but 70th. <laughs> oh, <laughs> same thing. <laughs> and Brian Harmon missed the cut 73 for a 58 average. Oh boy, tough look. Okay, uh, I got a quick top five if we want it. It's not. Oh, we want. I it. mean, we're deep into this episode yeah, already, I'm, but. It, I'm here for it. I can do it quick. Um, do you have previews for both courses? Puerto Rico? No, absolutely okay, not. Okay, good. It's in good. Puerto Rico. Yeah. There. Um, saw a tweet this <laughs> today about uh, Tommy Fleetwood falling out of the top 50 in the world for the first time in like five years. Okay. Got me thinking about guys that have fallen off. And since COVID is basically over today. Yep. If you say uh, own heart. I've s- No. <laughs> yeah, you better not. <laughs> Uh, I'm going with the top five biggest droppers in the world ranks during the pandemic. Oh, so, golf related. Oh, nice. so this is so like this a is fact. This then. is facts only. Top fifty players only. So we're not going like guys that went from like seventy third to five hundredth. Got it. This is top fifty only. So okay. uh, we know world rankings are flawed, but still good to show who's uh, really gone downhill. Number five, Francesco Molinari. Hmm. He was ranked 18th. At the end of 2019, and now he is ranked 179th, a drop of 161 spots. That's five. I mean, wow. We all kind of knew he fell off the face of the that's earth. That's five, eh? That's five. <laughs> Too much oh plumbing. Boy. That's five. Oh, boy. And I got some on mentions, too. Uh, four, Henrik Stenson, 26th at the end of 2019. Now he's 195th, a drop of 169 spots. He broke that three wood. Yep. Yeah. Tough it's one. a thing. Tough one. Uh, three... Recent winner on the Corn Ferry Tour, Ben Ann. He was actually 42nd to end 2019 in the r- world ranks. When it's did he 225 snub us? right now. 225? When did he snub us? He 225 after his win? Like that got him to 225? Yes. Oh, yes. Oh man. He, as of today. These are as of today. Drop of 183 spots. So, okay. uh, number two. The guy we always bring up when we're talking about world rankings. Jazz. Jazz. Say his Jan- last name. Janet Tawananon. <laughs> He was top. He was actually 40th in the world at the end of 2019, and now he is 236th for a drop of 196 Mm. spots. Not getting into all those tournaments now. Yeah. Tough one. Okay. Number one, Eldrick Woods. (laughs) I knew that was coming. Dropped from 6th to 857th. He's dropped 851 spots. I love it. If you don't play (laughs) tournaments, I love it. I love it. On mentions quick. Ches Reevy was actually ranked 36th to end 2019, and he's now 192. 
156 spots he's dropped. Just outside. Mm. Yeah, tough one. Danny Willett has dropped 121. Kuchar's dropped 113. Adam Hadwin has dropped, gone from 50 to 158. Dropped 108. He's 158 right now? Yeah. Holy moly. Woodland dropped eight, uh, 98. Matt Wallace, 71. Cabrera Bayo, 71. And Day, 55. Those are the, the Matt Wallace, the, <laughs> the Matty B special for picks. <laughs> yep. Happens all the time. Okay. Uh, course preview. Uh, Bay Hill Club and Lodge uh, in Bay Hill, Florida. Opened in 1961. Uh, 7,454 yards. Plays as a par 72. Defending champion is not in the field this week. Bryson DeChambeau. Um, oh. What was his reason for He's drop? still injured. Just oh. 90, 90%, he says. Apparently, he's more injured than 90%. Well, and he's so what one ninety six in the FedEx Cup. I think yeah, way down there. And DJ's one eighty nine, and feels like one eighty seven or yeah. something like that. Yeah. yeah, maybe that's why they're going. Season's forty percent done. Okay, that's, right. <laughs> that's um, it. Hey? No tournament was established nineteen sixty six as the Florida Citrus Open. Uh, moved here in nineteen seventy nine, and the API name uh, began in two thousand seven. A uh, winner here gets a three-year exemption, not like the regular two. Obviously, it's an invita- uh, invitational tournament, one of five. Uh, Arnold Palmer actually owns the resort. That's something I did not know. Oh. Uh, purchased it in 1974. So I thought that, that was kind of neat. Wow. Yeah. Tiger won, obviously, here in 2007. Uh, he won by 11 strokes that year. Uh, he has eight wins here. The next closest is two. Nobody has more than two. Uh Minus 20 is the lowest four-day total by Payne Stewart in 1987. A uh, couple little tidbits. Uh, Tom Kite defeated Davis Love in the on the second hole of a sudden death playoff uh, in 1989. Both made double on the 72nd hole to go into the playoff uh, the next day. Whoa. Wow. Yeah. The kinda next neat. day? Yeah. Whoa. So it was kind of neat. Uh, 1990, on Robert Gomez hold a seven iron on the 72nd hole they did. for Eagle to beat Greg Norman. We talked yep. about him a little bit today, so I thought that was kind of neat. Beat him by one shot. Uh, 1998, during the tournament's final round, everybody knows the story. John Daly hit six balls in the water on the sixth hole, uh, making an 18 on that hole. <laughs> Uh, t- 2003 Tiger wins wins his fourth consecutive Arnold Palmer Invitational Tournament. Um, last one here. Tiger won this tournament in 2008, making his fifth consecutive tournament victory that year in the calendar year. Start every played. Yeah, every tournament up to this one, so five in a row, he won. <laughs> Whatever he played in, he pretty won. much just write him the check. Yeah, that's so insane. When was that? 2008. Then what happened later that year? (laughs) (laughs) All those Tiger, remember those Tiger versus the field conversations all the time? Every tournament it was almost. A friend of mine in high school, we would would make picks every week and bet for like quarters. He was just off limits. We just couldn't couldn't take him. Oh, yeah. We'd just, because whoever lost would just take him first, obviously. (laughs) So, Uh, I guess I'm up. Oh, Canadians, can't forget. Can't forget. Don't. Uh, Connors, Pendrith, and Taylor are playing in the API. I'm not sure why Pendrith is in it, but it's an invitational. So, hmm. uh, I think it's a corn fairy thing. One oh. of the invitational statuses is corn fairy. Okay. Um, last year, there's so many good players pick to pick from, but I'm going with Rory. Nice. 
former winner. Check those power rankings, eh? No, I didn't actually. I haven't oh. looked at those in weeks. Uh, on second you? I'm up. Uh, yep. I'm going to take... Uh, Your boy. No, Chris Kirk. Mm. Had him written down. I'm going with the other guy. Kim Mitchell. Kim nice. Mitchell, nice. Keith. Oh, right, Keith. Yeah. Cool. Well, Minnesota. I'm going to go Will Zalatoris. Okay. Uh, uh, oh, we didn't do listeners. listeners picks. Yeah. Oh, right. We forgot to Uh-oh. ask him. Uh-oh. Uh, so we forgot to ask our guest, Drew Harvey, for his picks on live on the on the interview. So reached out to him after, obviously said forgot. He's got Cantley, nice. Mac Hughes, and Thigala. Oh, he wins thinking? with the gal after I haven't even been able to take him yet. <laughs> I was thinking about the gal. I'm gonna lose my mind. Uh, I'm up. I'm taking Harv's boy, Lantel Griffin. Ooh. Of course, he's had some good good success here. I'm gonna take. I think this is dumb, but I'm gonna do it. Tommy Fleetwood. Wow! Really? Oh Isn't my. he 50th in the world? Is he? Yeah. Oh, then I'm not taking him. He's exactly 50th. Okay, then I'm taking Jason Day. Okay. He's like 70-something. Yeah. yeah. Dave's, Dave's definitely not there's, there's no way you're using Fleetwood as your top 50. No. <laughs> Everyone knows my top 50 is, so. <sighs> Let me. John Rom. He's available. It's not him. With. Imagine not taking him. I'm going to take just well, let's talk on, about a whim. Um, on a whim here. I'm going to take, uh, due to recent form, I'm going to take uh, Cameron Young. Ooh, okay. You scared me a little bit there. Uh, Cameron, take Tr- Tr- Cameron Tringali. Tr- oh, nice. Triangle. Uh, what I was going to say when Matty B was taking forever was you jinx Sloan big time this week, but I jinx, jinx Berger probably even more. By laughing at you guys for not taking him. Yep. But and who jinxed Svensson? Knoop. Knoop did, yep. Hmm. Uh, uh, I'm down to two guys here. I'm going to take Christian Bezwedenhout. Oh, he's the other guy I wrote down? Yep. It's a good pick. It is. The real Rombo. So you're taking Rom? No, I'm taking Fitzy. Can't <laughs> 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 quit him. He always plays good here. <laughs> yeah, he does. Yep. Uh, I'm going to take, uh, who were the top 50 picks so far? Cantlay, Rory, Rom. No, Rom. Oh, sorry. Cantlay, Rory, Fitzy. Okay. Good. Sorry. I'll take, uh, I'll take whoa, Rom. Hold on. Where are you? Oh, Fitz? Yep. When, who were yep. you with your last oh pick? Oh my God. Between home. Sorry. I got stuff to do here. I'm going to take John Rom. Okay. Probably uh, It should be noted that the guy that I was unsure about with Cam Young is Danny Willett. Hmm. The big dropper that I just mentioned. But he is a had some success here. Yes. And he just played he's not so bad of late. <laughs> Making cuts and finishing like fiftieth. That's all you need. Yeah. Sometimes. That is yeah. all you need. Yeah. Last pick. <laughs> uh oh, I have it written down. Who is it? Oh, Dylan Fratelli. Oh. Friend of the pod. Yep. Okay. That's it. So uh, Puerto Rico. Well, let's do Puerto Rico. There's no way you're doing a course preview for this. Yeah, it's no, in Puerto I don't Rico. Have one. Move on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just good. wait till you see the the picks on our uh, recap. There's two Canadians playing. Gliggs and Hearn. Nice. 
This is just so we need listener picks, Drew's picks. So we go reverse reverse order. No, right? same order. Oh, no. He's taking the barn rat, Peter Uline, and Bo Hoag. Hmm. I like those picks. Bo Hoag. Eh? Uh, this sorry, one's Hogue. free reign because there's no top fifty guys even. Yeah, in it, I don't think. No Hoag. Hoag, uh, Peter Uline, barn and Barn Rat. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm going. I'm all, I'm going recent success. Kurt Kitayama. Yep. No brainer. No brainer. Yep. I'm going. Uh, Matthias Schwab. Haven't heard that name in. He was a up long there time. this week. Was he? Mm-hmm. Good for him. I'm gonna go. No taking too much time on this Nate one. Nate Lashley. Wow. Speaking of names I haven't heard in forever. <laughs> Since his win. Uh, Since here's one that you have heard of. RCB. Yeah. Rafa. Cabrera Bale. Uh, I'm going to take Richie Wierenski. Ah, I like that guy so much. Well, I think I'll get my last guy, so I don't have to worry about that. I don't know. I'm in your head. No, you're not. I promise you, <laughs> you are not. <laughs> but... Uh, Pee-wee, uh, no, Carlos Franco. <laughs> That's yeah. not your last guy? <laughs> no, it ain't. Okay, <laughs> uh, I'm going to take uh, Mark Hubbard. Nice. Fif- oh, yeah, that solo guy. Solo 15th last week. I'm going to go with uh, Cecil's boy, Joseph Bromlett. Really? Yeah. Good for you. So... I saw that Lipsky was on the. Oh, here we go. He, he's, he's on, on the, there. He's on the alternate for the Arnold Palmer, but he's also in the field for yeah, Puerto so Rico. He's playing Puerto Rico. Yeah, he will know. Well, yeah, I don't know. You never know. Also, Rogers yeah. moved up. There's been like three or four alternates in, and Roger was like seventh, so he might get in because hmm. he's not currently in it. Yeah. Remember when he said, don't take forever and listen? Oh, yeah. I had a comment uh-huh. to make. Just to buy time. Okay, I'll take Lipsky. <laughs> and if he doesn't get in and he gets an Arnold Palmer, you don't get another pick. Why wouldn't I get another pick? That's the <laughs> stupidest thing I've ever he's heard. He's not in the tournament. You picked a guy who's not in the tournament. Auto- he's in the tournament right now. That's <laughs> that thinks it. No, but again, you would have no. had a chance to fill your pick if you would have noticed prior. Yeah, I'll I'll be looking. Okay. But if you don't. Canoop, who did you think that you're in my head about? I don't I don't know. I thought you were gonna take Bramlett, to be honest. Oh no. I'm my third pick, I'm taking Christopher Goddard up. <laughs> what's his That's, picture what's his picture look like there's on the no picture. I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's G O T T E R U P. Oh it is. Oh, okay. I spelt it like that, but it, just for fun. Oh boy, now I'm, I'm one tough. point. Who cares? <laughs> uh, Harvey, you actually grumbled him, and I was going to take him anyway. I'm taking Pee Wee, Jim Herman. Cool. These are these are some picks. Wow. Yeah, we're d- we're this digging deep. Else. Somebody pick um, Chase Seifert. Wow. I don't think that guy's ever been picked before. No. Nope. So that's something. I was going to take Chess and Hadley, but mm. couldn't couldn't cheer for him so. before he goes to Saudi. That's good. I was going to take Victor Perez. Hadley was Hadley He's in playing. the tournament last week. No, you started. All right, good. last no. pick before uh, we wrap it up. That's it. Chase Seifert. Long time ago. Him? Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Awesome. You guys got anything else? Big week ahead. 
Some yeah, say too lots busy. to do. Keep up. Big pod. Some might say too busy. Long pod, bunch of stuff, you name it. Uh, you guys got nothing else? Let's all do things this week so that we have something to talk about. <laughs> hey, next I, I did stuff. Can't, can't yeah. promise. I'm going to put a shift in on the old Churchill booze count. So. boy. No promises over here. Lawn mowers. All right. Until next week, it's time for us to hit the clubhouse.